Has Zach Thompson done enough to earn a spot in the rotation for next season? We'll talk about it today on Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Haffern, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio and the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all over the place, including YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment, interact with us on there. Hit the notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On MLB for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, they wrapped up the uh, series in Milwaukee today. We'll talk about that game a little bit later on in the show. I want to talk about some Adam Wainwright today, but first I want to start with. Zach Thompson, because it's been a bit of a yo-yo year for Zach Thompson. And when I say yo-yo, I don't mean like yo MTV raps yo-yo. I'm talking about, you know, the little toy yo-yo up and down, up and down. Had an outstanding spring as one of their bullpen arms, remember? Had a pretty good year last year as a bullpen arm. Uh, Did well for a bit when the season started. Then he had a little bit of a struggle spot. Got sent back down to Memphis and front office decides, let's turn him back into a starter. He struggles with his control, is not very good down in Memphis, ends up getting brought back up to the bullpen out of necessity, not because he was doing very well in Memphis. Then Steven Matz goes down with an injury and he has to go back into the rotation where he has remained the rest of the season. See what I mean? Yo-yo, up and down, up and down. They got him all over the place. Now, if I told you, when the season started, that this was how the Cardinals were going to treat their 2019 first-round pick, you would have been pretty upset, right? I know I was. I was. I, I have no understanding as to why the Cardinals continued to move him around as if he was just some utility pitcher that they, they picked up in the 15th round or something like that. I mean, this was your first-round pick, 19th overall. That's a big deal. And to treat him the way they did, it just didn't make a lot of sense to me. Maybe they really just didn't know what they wanted him to do more of. Like, they really were that confused. I find that hard to believe that they couldn't pick a lane and go forward with that. But the Cardinals have a need in the bullpen. They also have a need in the starting rotation. And perhaps they recognized early on that he'd better serve the team in the long run as a starter. Never mind that he hasn't been very good as one of those in the minor leagues. But, uh... They were willing to sit him down and uh, stretch him out a little bit so that he could learn to be a starter for this club moving forward. Now, that is his pitching path. As far as I can tell, that's what they're going to go with. As far as I can tell, he's going to be a starter, I think. (laughs) I mean, I guess they could switch it up again if they wanted to. But you can tell at this point of the season, after last night's game, that Zach Thompson clearly looks better and more confident out there on the mound as a starter like he just looks like okay this is my role now I'm good to go the mindset of a starter and a reliever is is quite different and until August when they finally made him a full-time starter 
I'm sure it was kind of difficult for the guy to, to mentally prepare for what the heck he was going to be doing. He didn't know if he was going to be a starter or a reliever. They Nobody knew what the future held for him. He said this after last night's game to uh, Derek Gould at stltoday.com. And it, it perfectly, it, you know, d- describes what I'm talking about with this yo-yo thing. It's been a roller coaster of a year, he said, and I feel like it has made me a lot stronger, a lot more resilient. It's rounded off some of the edges. I've become more of a pitcher than a thrower. Rolling with the punches, whatever today has for me, whatever tomorrow does, moving around, just give me the ball and I'll go pitch. And I was a big fan of him in the bullpen. Thought he looked really good. Really good. Last year looked good. Looked good in spring training. Had a couple of bad outings in the beginning of the year. I didn't think that was a good enough reason to abort, to to, to punch out on him as a reliever and go starter. I, I didn't like that move whatsoever. But now that we've seen him as a starter over the what last two months, really, I'm okay with him if that's what they want to do. I wouldn't be surprised if he's pitched himself into a starting rotation spot for next year. His numbers as a reliever this season, 16 games, 2-3 and three record, 4.290 ERA, strikeouts per nine at 11.1, very good, over 21 innings. As a starter, nine games, 3-4 and four record, 4.37 ERA, with a strikeouts per nine of 9.1, over 45 and one-third innings. So very similar numbers. And let's think about this. Uh, you know, what what is the team in a more desperate need for right now? If you had to say one spot as far as the pitching staff goes, would you say starter or would you say reliever? I would say starting pitching. They need bullpen help, no doubt, but they need at least two and perhaps three starters for next year. You've got Miles Michaelis and you got Steven Matz. Now, Michaelis has had a tough year. We know that, but he's healthy. He seems healthy out there. Steven Matz, on the other hand, Looked good when he got back on the mound later on in the season, but is never healthy. He's never healthy. You've got today's starter, Dakota Hudson. You've got Matthew Libertor and Zach Thompson as the most likely candidates to crack the rotation next year out of spring training. Those are the three that I think complement Michaelis and Matt's the most. Drew Rahm does not appear to be ready yet. Okay, he's doing his best. He's learning, but he's not ready. You know, you've really only seen him pitch well once. So maybe he belongs in the bullpen to start next year. Is that a possibility? Maybe. Maybe he just starts down in AAA Memphis again as a full-time starter. Uh, Libertor hasn't been too bad out of the bullpen. Does he start in the bullpen next year? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you can't have them all be starters. Jake Woodford hasn't proven he's been good enough to be a full-time starter in this league. He'll be getting the start on Friday against the Reds. But maybe he becomes like the new Chris Stratton type of guy. Can give you two, maybe even three innings if you need him to. You still got guys like Gordy Graceffo, Michael McGreevy, Connor Thomas. These guys can't stay at Memphis forever. Takoa Roby going to the Arizona Fall League this year. Knocking on the door to St. Louis at some point next year probably. And then you still don't know, and this is the big question mark, we still don't know what they're going to do this offseason, what they're going to do in free agency, what they're going to do through trades to bring in pitching talent. John Mosellock said they are looking for three three starters. He didn't say all three of them had to be not in the organization already. He just said they need three starters for next year. 
Thompson deserved better than he got last night, five and, third, five and a third innings. He allowed two runs, only one of those earned against the NL Central champion Brewers. He doesn't go long in games this year usually, but um, that's something they, they'll work on for next year. In fact, he even said that in the article with Derek Gould as part of a, a plan he and pitching coach Dusty Blake have already started organizing. Thompson wants to add weight this winter. The goal for him is to add some durability and size so that he can maintain his strength and address the biggest advancement the Cardinals want him to make. So basically what they're doing with Matthew Libertor, they, they want his velo up. They want his velo sitting between 94 and 97, not hovering around 90 at any point. And for a team that is desperate, desperate to get pitching in for next year, it appears that they do have a lot of younger guys who might still be productive for them next year. I know that's a very positive way to look at things, and uh, maybe maybe I'm blowing smoke up my own tailpipe uh, thinking like this, but it seems like they've got young arms that could be good next year. But that's the thing is we don't really know yet. I'm just not sure who they're going to decide to start, who's going to be a reliever, who's going to get traded away, you know, for veteran pitching commodities. I, I just don't know what they're going to do yet. But they've got some pieces to hopefully get better for next year. A lot of questions going into next season, obviously. But I think we can agree that Thompson himself, Zach Thompson, has done enough to at least – get a crack to be a starter out of the gate come spring training next year. We're going to talk about Adam Wainwright and your thoughts on how his pitching career came to an end next on Locked on Cardinals. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With great deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting excited for the fun you're about to have. And how about planning months in advance? You ever you ever done that with your parents? They're, they're like, okay, so we're going on vacation in uh, nine months. We need to buy tickets for this event so we can get there and they're not sold out. Well, here's the thing. With uh, game time, you don't have to worry about those things. With great deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over those tickets and you can uh, get them in advance or you can go ahead and wait for the deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. That's your prerogative, but they will have them for you. Exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Plans change, man. Plans change. Sometimes you're just like, you know what? I want to go to the game. Boom. Game time. Get on the app. Look for those flash deals. Get you in the door. Game time guarantee also means you'll always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section of row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. They're sent directly to your phone. So get those tickets without the stress with Game Time. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On MLB for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Term supply. Again, create an account, redeem code Locked On MLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Cardinals going to be home uh, to wrap up the season against the Reds this weekend, and you can catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Again, thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Putting it out late tonight because uh, we had to wait for the final game of the Milwaukee series to wrap up, which it did this afternoon. Um, comments, suggestions, things of that nature, you can leave those on Twitter as well as on YouTube. Your feedback is always welcome and encouraged. Uh, talking a lot about Adam Wainwright recently. It's been the big topic 
uh, going on with Cardinal baseball over the last week or so. Pitching career has come to an end. I just did a whole episode about the uh, journey to 200, as I call it, for this year and how his uh, ending to the year is about as good as you could ask for, considering how bad most of this year has been for him. But I opened up the floor for your comments on whether you'd rather have seen him hang it up last year when he walked off the field with Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina, or do you prefer how he went out this year? Seven shutout innings against the Brewers, getting win number 200. What'd you think? So let's start with some of these. Steve Dotson says, the walk-off was a once-in-a-lifetime photo op for those with the great seats on the first baseline, sure, but for everyone else, not so much. But seeing him pitch so well in his career 200th win, that could be viewed and enjoyed by everyone everywhere. In Jacob D says, hindsight is 2020. Wish he would have walked off with Pujols and Molina. If not for the goal of 200 wins, no one, no one should be pitching with an ERA double the league average. I guess you're right. Uh, Slocum1270 says, still says, still say he's lucky the Cardinals suck this year. And let's not forget he did his part to contribute to the suckery. Is that a word? That took him out of contention or took them out of contention. Otherwise, he doesn't get all of these starts and opportunities to reach his personal goal. That said, I'm happy for him. He deserved it. Um, I was actually talking to Jeff Carr from Locked On Reds today. We're actually doing a crossover for tomorrow and uh, about the Reds and the Cardinals and how weird it is that the Reds are up here and the Cardinals are down here. And it's strange. And we got to talk about the final weekend series, the future of the team. So uh, we'll have that out to you tomorrow. But he said the same thing. That was when I asked him about it. I go, what do you think about Wainwright? And he said, it's weird that if the Cardinals, who aren't usually this bad, were actually a good team like they were supposed to be this year, Wainwright doesn't get a chance to win 200 games because he wouldn't be pitching anymore. They would have pulled him because of how bad he is. So it's almost as if when we realized that the Cardinals were not going to be very good, you know, that how did Slocum put it? The, the suckery that <laughs> was this season, the stars align so that there would be enough suckery that Adam Wainwright could get his final shining moment. I, I still think if he had walked off the field with the eye and Albert as his last moment on a baseball diamond, that, that would have been great. I, I would have been fine with that. I would have been satisfied with that. I'm obviously a fan. I got Wainwright Molina back there. Uh, I got the three of them up there on this picture here. If you're watching on YouTube, um, I would have been cool with that. That wouldn't have bothered me so much, but to add the, for the struggle to be the way it was this whole season. And then to go to the lowest of lows, pitching as bad as he ever has, and then to reach the top of the mountain in his last moment, that's Hollywood-esque, man. So I, it's hard to argue that the 200-win finish isn't the better one. Now, as far as Adam getting any at-bats in this last series, uh, I put that question out. Are you guys excited to see that? Uh, he's reportedly been in the batting cages, uh, gearing up for at least one final at-bat. I think he's going to get one, but not everyone is thrilled about it. Robert Christ says, yeah, can't wait for the Marmel publicity stunt when he lets him embarrass himself one last time with an at-bat. This entire season has been an embarrassing failure. Why not one more thing to add to it? But hey, free ukuleles for everyone. Talking about the guitar giveaway that's going to happen this weekend. Uh, Fearless Freep says, no at-bats for Wainwright. This would verge on a publicity stunt and unworthy of the game. Truly being non-competitive, comparable to Eddie Goodell, Batty for the Browns. Okay, Goodell, in case you're unfamiliar with this, 
uh, smallest player to ever appear in a, in a major league game. Three foot seven, did it in 1951. This was a, a Bill Vec maneuver and um, walked it as only at bat because he's three foot seven. How do you throw that guy's strike? I don't know if it's that drastic. Okay. I don't think it's that drastic for Adam Wainwright, who has won a silver slugger as a pitcher in the major leagues to get one final at bat just for fun in a season that has not been a lot of fun. But baseball is a game. It's supposed to be fun. Can we not enjoy one final moment, guys? Come on. Come on. What's the harm in letting him have a few cuts, wave his helmet, say goodbye to the crowd? I I don't see any harm in that. Uh, We're going to wrap things up with what happened today in Milwaukee next on Locked on Cardinals. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Perfect night to do it. We got my Packers at home tonight against the Detroit Lions, and the Lions are favored by two. Uh, it's a tough one for me to judge, really, because if I if I don't, because I love the Packers, if I don't think about them as that, you know, my heart says Packers, but these are not your same old Lions. Like they have played the Packers very, very tough. They beat them both games last year. I think I think they beat them three times in a row now. Ugh, screw it, go Pack, go. Two points at home at Lambeau, prime time. After a big win against the Saints, comeback victory. Let's go Packers. Let's go Packers. Uh, the app, by the way, FanDuel, so easy to use. Wide range of betting options. You can do spreads like the one I'm just talking about, plus two for the Packers. You got player props. I saw that on there today. If David Montgomery is going to score a touchdown, A.J. Dillon. Um, Aaron Jones is supposed to be back tonight, so uh, I don't know if Dillon's going to see a whole lot. Uh, over-unders, a whole lot more there. Visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Cardinals at home against the Reds this weekend to wrap up the 2023 season. You can catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. So the Cardinals dropped two of three in Milwaukee. They lose today's game by the score of three to nothing. Dakota Hudson, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. He wasn't great. <laughs> it was a very Dakota Hudson type of line. Five innings, seven hits, three runs, three walks, three strikeouts. Just kind of, eh, very, very Dakota. Uh, offensively, they they just couldn't get much going against starter Corbin Burns, who pitched four scoreless innings, struck out four, got him to uh, 200 strikeouts on the season before they pulled him, ending his regular season. No need to risk him getting hurt before the playoffs start for the Brewers. Um, nobody had more than one hit today. The team only got six total. Five of those actually came off Burns. Uh, the Brewers' bullpen is ridiculous, dude. I mean, how strong is that? See, and this is something that I've talked about with the Cardinals. I said it. It's spring training. I said in the offseason. I was like, if you're not going to go fix your starting rotation, at least put together an elite bullpen. Guys only go five innings, maybe six, sometimes seven. Very rarely. Go get a bunch of great bullpen arms and then let them cook. But it was a triple-A lineup basically playing today against you know the NL Central Division champion. So um, hard to get mad about them losing to a playoff team like Milwaukee, 13th shutout loss of the season. Not good, not good at all. But 
It's almost over, guys. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. Be sure to catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast for the series against the Reds, which begins on Friday with SiriusXM on the SXM app to search Cardinals. If you haven't already, do me a solid. Give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Got to uh, where were we at on YouTube today? 7,600 subscribers. I would love to get to 8,000. So if you haven't subscribed yet, uh, that would be cool of you. We're going to be covering the Cardinals the, all, the whole offseason. We don't, we don't just stop when this regular season over. It continues. I'm not going anywhere. We're in this together. So uh, like and subscribe on YouTube. Help our channel and our love for the Cardinals grow. You guys are the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I will see you next time on Locked on Cardinals. I almost said Locked on Packers. I'm so ready for football. Go Pack Go!